welcome guys to another episode of chatting the most um today welcome, welcome. <laughs> today we're actually joined by um pennies to pound podcast host kia everyone say welcome hello hello to kia thank you <laughs> how are you doing today i'm okay i'm still like i know we've been in the house like three weeks now but I'm still trying to get used to being in the house and not really going out much but yeah, yeah it's true I'm really feeling it this week that I'm actually like been in the house for three weeks yeah, yeah. legit and yesterday just hit different 100% it's so weird how have you been like entertaining yourself and keeping yourself busy do you know what um I, I tweeted this earlier like my workload has been like it's doubled since being at home which I think is crazy so really? I'm just working all the time like I'm I'm sleep deprived can you can you imagine I'm at home and I'm sleep deprived <laughs> that's, what that's what I'm doing I'm literally like I've, I'm setting my alarm every morning I'm going to bed late I've got stuff to do like yeah I'm that busy yeah yeah that's insane I can't believe your workload has doubled you're at home that's crazy i'm so upset it's, it's like a scam <laughs> it sounds great to work from home and, and it's not um, it's a scam i'm telling you that's actually yeah. crazy have you had time to like do anything outside of work um mode um, see look i have to think that i think that tells you everything um not not really like i try and watch stuff here and there but I'm probably watching stuff whilst doing work, so not really, no. Yeah, I hear that. Oh, bless you. Hopefully you get time to actually enjoy just sleep, for one. <laughs> I really hope so, but I hope you guys are enjoying on my behalf, at least. Yeah, man. I'm trying to, like, learn new things and kind of, like, yeah. do everything that I've been putting off for, like, a while. I've been trying to, like, mm. get myself to let Sam just do it. Like, let's just finish this task. You haven't done it in how long? Just finish it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. So I've been That's trying to use my time wisely. But go on, T. I've I've contemplated jumping out the window a couple of times. Still, I'm not gonna... <laughs> oh, don't say that, man. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> so, um, for those who don't know, um, and do correct me if I'm wrong, here, um, you are the host of Pennies to Pound podcast, who kind of like joined forces today, essentially. Yep. And you are actually, you know, giving and providing advice for the youth about um, our financial futures. Um, and just be able to understand the financial world. Pretty much, yeah. Like I'm a personal finance guru, um, so I've done a lot of work, obviously, with my podcast. I've worked mm. with quite a lot of brands collaborative, collaboratively to put on um, events and curate uh, different kind of content. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you got it right. That's amazing. So, um, obviously, when you mentioned that you've been like collaborating um, with other, like, is it other companies that you've been collaborating with, or is it yeah pretty much so I've done stuff with like um my latest thing was been with Monzo um I've done stuff with Barclays with Fiverr Mm. um Plum like I've done quite quite a few brands I've managed to um get some some work done some content creating with them that's so cool how have those experiences been sorry yeah do they do they literally just like in contact with you and they're like we want you like do they see that obviously you're quite influential with the younger people and then they get in contact with you or how does it work? Um, yeah, I'd say, yeah. I mean, Plum was kind of like a collaborative thing. So they, um, they sponsored my first event. Um, yeah. But I reached out to them. So they, they already knew who I was, thankfully. Yeah. Um, but I reached out to them and kind of, you know, um, managed to get them on board to my event, help me sponsor it. 
Um, yeah. But the other ones, like, I remember quite early on when I started. So to give context, I started properly, properly in October last year, so October 2019. Um, mm. And I remember when, I think Monzo followed me in, like, November. And I remember I had to rub my eyes and double check. Monzo follows you? What? Monzo's following me? Um, I, I literally did not believe it. And then um, I think they they DM me like two days later and said that they're like what I was doing. And I was like, whoa, this is mad. That's like, actually Monzo insane. I yeah, my DM. <laughs> yeah. And then um, beginning of this year, so beginning of 2020, I think I put up a picture of my vision board that I created with my friends. Yeah. So we'd like literally gone to like an arts and craft store and bought loads of stuff. We created it, printed out stuff, did all that, um, put it on social media, put it on Twitter. And then Monzo came they quote tweeted it and said this is amazing but we want to send you an upgrade and they literally sent me like a care package to my house and i was just no like way. i think all this was like Mad. what is going on and then obviously now being able to work with them create content with them and for them it's just like whoa nice. yeah. that's amazing yeah but i've had the pleasure of working with quite a lot of brands already so i'm so grateful um yeah that's sick no that's so sick just to kind of get like a background like what kind of made you think this is my calling <laughs> essentially like this is what I need to advise our generation. Um, do you know what? I'd say, like, okay, this might sound a bit like, I don't know, I'm just going to say it, yeah. So when I was younger, mm-hmm. I always felt like, so well, in primary school, I always knew that I'd, I wanted to be someone to help people and like, to influence people. Mm-hmm. I had no yeah. idea how it's going to happen. I had no clue. I just knew that, that this was my calling. I was like, no, God's put me on this earth. Mm-hmm. They put me on this earth to help people. I don't know how, I don't know what with, but yeah. I knew it. Um, and then like finance and like all that kind of stuff was quite interesting to me because I, I studied economics mm. um, in sixth form and I found that so interesting I found it super hard but super rewarding gosh it was yeah. a hard subject I did it yeah, at AS so level hard. and boy it didn't see me at A2 <laughs> <laughs> I don't even blame you do you know what? I probably would have dropped it if it wasn't for me having to drop chemistry that I promise <laughs> um, I had to pick between those two but no I found it so rewarding in the end um, and then I found out, like I discovered, I'd say, that I was good at being able to break down these difficult topics mm. in a simplified way without losing its meaning and context. Mm-hmm. So I did it a lot yeah. with my friends, trying to help them out. Um, and I was like, you know what? I can actually do this in like a certain way that a lot of people can't do. And then to add on to that, um, I knew quite a bit about finance. I found it interesting. So I did my own research as well as my parents helping me as well as obviously like learning stuff mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And then... I started doing YouTube videos, finance ones, in 2018, like mid-2018. I called it Life Lessons of K. That's what it was called. And that was mainly financial. But as you can imagine, I'm sure like a lot of young people don't go onto YouTube to say, you know what, forget Nella Rose, I'm going to go on and watch some finance videos. It's true! (laughs) People don't really say that. Um, So I didn't really get a huge amount of traction. So I didn't give up. I just kind of put it on pause and said, you know what? The right time will manifest itself. True. And I guess it did a year later, a year and a bit later. So October last year, when um, I created my thread on the Help to Buy ISA and how that worked. And then that ended up going viral. And then from there, I was like, whoa, this is mad. Yeah. Um, and the friends who really knew that I'd, I'd had the YouTube channel previously were just like, yeah, you should keep doing this. You should keep, you know, creating threads. Do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah. cool. So it kind of just rolled from there. And then the podcast was born a week after that first thread. Um, and yeah, that's how it all came about. That's sick. Yeah. Thank you. Boy. Yeah. I love that you Crazy. actually just carried on. Because obviously a lot of people can get like stagnant and think, oh, you know, a lot, a lot of people are viewing it, so I might as well just stop. But the fact that you carried on and it really has blown up and made a lot of young people understand that this is no, like, it's not even no joke, but this is actually serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, well, I'm I'm just super glad that now it's kind of taken off because it, it was a bit disheartening in the beginning, mm. you know, when you, you kind of expect and I thought I put out like, really good content. It wasn't the yeah. fact that my content wasn't good yeah. into the video. It was just that like, people weren't people interested. Were interested. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, and I guess Twitter was the, the right medium to kick things off. Yeah, YouTube, so. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You've got to find the right medium and where a lot of people are kind of circulating. And really, it is Twitter these days. Yeah, mm. these days for written content. Yeah, that's where it's at. 100%. But, um, Especially with your threads, your threads are like I, I've looked. I remember I saw your I saw your threads actually, um, a, like time ago. Mm. Um, and I and like I'm shit with finances in it. So <laughs> <I'm not> gonna, <laughs> as soon as I saw your threads, I was like shit. And I actually um started implementing some of the stuff. So yeah, Twitter's definitely hundred percent, hundred percent. Like a lot of things that you have spoken about on your pod and your friends, I'm just like, yeah, I really need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad to hear that, honestly. But um, just to get like straight into it, so we're gonna kind of like have our first couple of questions, basically like financially like related. So a lot of our listeners who may not know pennies to pound can kind of get an insight and then hopefully you know jump onto your episodes later on but one question that a lot of people have you know wanted me to ask you is what advice do you have for students um who are trying to save money oh that's a good question a lot of people do ask me this um and a lot of people don't realize that i'm actually still a student oh. i actually am um, yeah i graduate yeah. well i won't i won't physically graduate but i technically graduate in july okay this year. yeah um so I am semi in the same boat as everyone else but when I was at uni first year I'll be completely honest with you I was terrible at saving yeah first year um bearing in mind I grew up as like an avid saver mm-hmm. first year I blew everything blew all my money mm-hmm. um but then second year I really got on top of it so obviously I used to use my student finance to cover my rent and just you know daily and you know weekly yeah. living um yeah. and I was also working part-time whilst I was in second year so I'd save that money I pretty much I'd pretty much live off my student finance and save my wages okay. um yeah. but if you if you don't have like an extra stream I know a lot of people don't actually work at uni which is fine you know because they want to focus on studying which is perfectly fine mm-hmm. what I'd say is not to worry I feel like a lot of people worry about how much they're saving as opposed to just getting into the swing of saving yeah agreed. in the first place agreed. so I would just encourage people just to start implementing a habit if you want to say weekly you don't have to save 20 pounds a week if you haven't got spare 20 pounds you can start with five pounds mm. or two pounds or one pound mm. it's just more getting yourself into that habit of saving so when your income does increase you're not now struggling to put away more money because you're you're really used to it so yeah. if my income is now increasing I can put away um, I don't know, fifty pounds a week now. Mm-hmm. Then it's good because I'm really in a habit. Whereas if you've never developed the habit, more money doesn't mean that you're going to be wealthier and you're going to be able to do more because That's if you true. have poor money management, yeah. then you're always going to be, you know, poor in quotation marks. So it's all about learning that habit of putting money away. So don't worry about oh, I sh-, you know, people say I should have X amount in, in my savings. Yeah, I think in in first year I only had probably like fifty pounds in savings. And that, that was from me getting back into the swing of just learning how to save. Mm. I didn't have a lot of income in first year. I wasn't working in first year, but I just yeah. wanted to get used to putting some money away. So that's what I'd say. Yeah. Okay. That, that does make sense. Because I feel like a lot of um, people love the idea of seeing so many zeros in their savings that they kind of forget, like, if you're not, if you don't have, like, not even just a high income, but if you are not someone who's used to saving, you've got, you have to start off small. 
and then build exactly. up because you don't know how much disposable income you're going to have after you pay off your bills, yeah. and, you know, rent and stuff. So whatever you do have left, just make sure you're able to still live and then just put away what Absolutely. you can. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that makes sense because I'm, I'm also um, a student and um, I'm in my first year of my master's. So my student loan, mm. yeah, my student loan is not the same as it was um yeah in my first year at like uh, at, um bachelor's so how I, mm-hmm. how i have to save money now is completely different to how i was saving at uni because for some reason i had so much more money in undergrad and now i'm just like oh my days like <laughs> <laughs> what am i doing how am i gonna save because i want to keep yeah saving. I can imagine. yeah in every aspect of my life even when i'm a student or i'm not i want to keep that mentality of wanting to save because I recently started, I think it's called the Pennies Challenge. Um, oh, right. Putting one pee away a day? Yeah. Kind of thing, yeah. Or, oh, adding up. Is it, which one is it? Um, I think, oh, I can't remember which one it was. Um, oh. it's, either, it's either putting in one pee a day, or is every day you put in that, that amount of pennies? So if it's like the 53rd day of, of the year, then you put, put away 53p. Is that what we did um, or not? I'm going to actually... Wait, what... Hold on, I mean, I'm definitely going to get it up. I do have it saved on <laughs> um, my notes. Yeah, it says the 1P savings challenge. So it says in January, you save £4.96. And then February, it's £12.74. And it kind of... Okay, yeah, so it's... You're right, yeah, so it's what I said. Yeah, go okay, around. that's the one, yeah. Yeah, I've actually yeah. been quite consistent with that one. So I'm hopefully, at the end of the year, I'll see the amount that I expected <laughs> to have in there. Good, I yeah, hope so. definitely. I hope so. But um, outside, obviously, like, in terms of, like, still continuing savings, is there any, like, apps that can also, like, aid, um, this, like, how we save or how we, um, or any ways to kind of help manage it better? Oh, 100%. This is this is my, my favourite thing to talk about. I love talking yes. about it. <laughs> because I am probably the laziest saver you will see and it, people probably think wow I'm, I'm probably like sitting there with like my calculator out on my pen and paper <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah. so lazy um I'd rather just have absolute mm, for me mm-hmm. so there's probably about um you think we count there's probably about three main apps okay. I'd say if you want to kind of be passive like, like I mentioned and just say yeah. that way um so the first one is Plum so Plum are an amazing app literally so they all kind of run the same way but I'll just explain yeah. each one um, but with Plum, you link up your bank account to the app. And what it will do is the first couple of days you have it, it won't do anything. It will just kind of monitor your spending, your income levels. And then after that, maybe like day three mm-hmm. or something, it will it will tell you, like you get a notification and it'll say, right, we're going to put away X amount into savings for you. So it has a savings pot mm-hmm. in the app and it will tell you when it's going to take out the money and it will move the money from your current account into this savings pot, which is protected for you. Um, you can withdraw it whenever you want. The money um, comes out, I think, the longest it'll take is like an hour yeah. to come out, but it's usually instant, um, and it's a good way to save. So I, hundred percent. Um, there's another app called Chip, which does a similar thing. So Chip, you can connect it to your bank account, mm-hmm. like I said, and it will make those moves for you. But instead of calculating your income levels to reflect the saving, you kind of pick a mood. So it will show you like, do you want to just be normal and just kind of save yeah. a normal amount? Are you feeling more ambitious? Save okay. a bit more, save less. You can kind of adjust it that way. You can do the same with Plum, um, but Chip relies heavily on that. And then it will just move that over for you. And the last one is Tandem. Again, works in a similar way. The only difference is that um, Tandem and Plum will show you your bank balance in the app. 
So it will show you what you've got and then it will start making the moves, like I said, from one account to another. I pretty much use all three only because I have like three, four yeah, different yeah. accounts all for different purposes but I want to save across all of them so I use one app for one because you can't have more than one bank account on each app um, so I use all of them to kind of move money around but you can have a look at all three of those apps Plum, Chip and mm-hmm. Tandem and have a look and see which one suits you best really. amazing amazing I like that I like the Plum one I think I might actually you know you're really kind of giving me this motivation to like come on let's do it just get on with it so I mean, you may as well, because like, the, the thing I love with Plum is there's been times because of the bank account I, I've linked it with, I don't always use it or put money in there. So if there's money in there, you'll see a notification say, oh, you know, hi, Kia, we're going to save £12 yeah. today. And I'm like, okay, cool, I've got more money in there. But then if there's times where there's like a couple of pounds mm-hmm. in there, like maybe like £20, it'll say, okay, cool, Kia, we're going to move like £1.7 yeah. today because it, it can see that you've got less money in there. It doesn't want to kind of you know, put you in financial difficulty. So we'll just we'll just say less. So it really does adjust to how much money yeah. you've got. Okay. And your spending levels, which is what, what I like about it. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So hopefully all those people that are asking about saving techniques and management, hopefully this will help. And I'm sure the apps yeah. definitely can, because they be, they pretty much do the hard work for you, is the moving part. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people... Yeah, I, I just sit back and let it do yeah, it. Yeah, just let it do it, because a lot of people hate the idea of seeing themselves do the whole, like, okay, go from my current account to my savings. Yeah, yeah. that's the worst part for them. But um, yeah, the next question that we um, are going to ask is, um, if you can help us kind of, give us like a GCSE bite-size um, session about credit. Cool, I can do that. Um, so to, to put it mm-hmm. simply, credit is basically money that you're borrowing from a financial institution. So it's not physical money that you yeah. have, it's just money that you are borrowing. So credit can come in the form of like a loan, it can be an overdraft, it can be credit cards, it can be yeah. store cards. It's some sort of facility where you don't have this money, but it's being loaned to you by a financial institution. Um, And the ways to get credit is primarily based on your credit score. And that that is a score that is given by different institutions, so like Experian, Equifax, TransUnion. Mm -hmm. And these scores basically determine how good of a borrower you are. So with the credit that you've got, how reliable are you at paying it back? Do you miss payments? Um, are you in arrears you know have you defaulted any of that it'll that will be summed up in that score all of these different places have their own ways of judging and giving your score so there, there is no like one size fits all because I could be someone could be like 600 in Experian but then 200 in clear score but then 500 in something else they will have their own yeah. criteria um, so I would recommend to people to pick one place and then just look at that credit score because if you if you go across three four different places you're going to be like whoa am I good yeah, or am I bad I don't true, get yeah. it so just pick one and just stick to that one. Um, but that's pretty much summed up. Which what sorry, is. which which one would you say is the best site to to um to use? Because I've looked on Experian, I think it's called. So what you said there's mm-hmm. how how many others did you just say? Sorry, there's Experian. There's um. So if if I list them, there's Experian. There's Credit Karma. There is Totally Money. There's yeah. Clear Score. Um, that's what's yeah. in my head. So okay. Um, these, I mean, that I wouldn't. People always ask that all the time. What's the best one? Um, it's yeah. just what's best for you. Because I, I've, I've said it. To some people, some people prefer clear score. Some people mm. prefer experience. People prefer, um, prefer totally money. I think it just literally depends on yeah. what you like. 
Um, I use Totally Money personally. It's just just the interface and the feel and the app. I just okay. prefer that. I have mm. used all of them, but I just that's just yeah. my preference. But you might sign up and say, you know what, I prefer Clear School, and that's, that's mm. completely up to you. Okay, that's fine. Right. Yeah, because I'm currently using Experian and. I think I only used it because it was just suggested to me yeah. whether it's like something that I mm-hmm. prefer or not. But it kind of gives me my like my monthly that like, updates as to like where I'm at. And so I get for yeah. me personally, as long as I kind of have an idea as to where, where I'm, I'm at. at I'm yeah. okay. But obviously certain people, you know, if you have a preference then definitely go with that. It doesn't have to be what everyone else is kind of like following. If you sign exactly. up to like, say for example, because obviously I've been using Experian, but if I go to Total Money now, does that is that going to affect anything? It doesn't affect okay, the cool. It doesn't make any kind of difference because I've signed up to pretty much all of them. I can't, yeah. Like I mentioned before, I've got I've got an account mm. of all of them, but I've just I just use totally money. Okay, fair enough. Um, what are the what are the chances of not even what are the chances? Like, how easy is it to get like the full nine hundred and ninety nine score? It's not impossible. I've seen some people. Um, who have managed to go from like yeah. really bad school to like nine 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 or like maxed out whatever yeah. the platform is um in about a year oh. and a half it's all dependent on like obviously your existing yeah. levels of debt um if you've missed payments in the past so if, if you've missed payments that stays in your credit file for let me try and get this right for six years i didn't no when if you default that's or right. anything that's going to be in your credit file for that time it doesn't mean that's going to yeah. hinder you so don't get yeah. upset because um, I've certainly missed payments in, in the past, like it happens. But it definitely will be there. So if you're planning on buying a house mm. in the next year and you've missed six out of the 12 payments mm. of the last year, then, you know, these mortgage providers yeah. will take that into account. So it definitely is something to kind of rein in and make sure you're on that. Um, but you, it, it, what I'm trying to say in long form is that you absolutely can max it out. It's just trying to get, get your debt levels to like mm-hmm. a manageable level or, or, or to mm-hmm. nothing. And then just make sure you, you make regular payments and your yeah. bills and anything like that. Oh, so for you guys out there, it is possible. It's not something that's out of the ordinary. But obviously, that does mean that you have to kind of start, you know, <laughs> not missing your Patting payments. Patting that now, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you've got to pat it. I can't believe that. Six years, you know. Yeah, so it's been there for six years. So if, if you've done anything, everyone can see it. Like in financial institutions, when you run that credit checks, it'll still be available to see. So if I miss a payment today... 2020 that will disappear no in 2020. Way. That's actually so, insane. Hey, yeah. money, money actually runs the world. <laughs> it does, yeah. Oh my goodness. But um, yeah, the the next question that we had um was I think a lot of us here um opened up our help to buy ISA yeah. and popped and added yeah. a quick cheeky pound in there. Word. <laughs> Um, could you give us? I know that you did put a thread on it um, on your Twitter about the help to buy versus is it the lifetime? Yeah, yes, the lifetime. could you kind of give us um, some more information out there? I'm sure a lot of people just put the pound in there because their parents kind of told them to, yeah. but they probably don't know what it's really for. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, so the help to buy ISA was a government funded scheme and that was with the intention of helping first-time buyers get mm-hmm. onto the property ladder so people like i'm sure us us lot who i'm assuming don't have their own property is meant to help you boost up your savings to get yeah. onto the property ladder so the way that the help to buy ice worked was obviously you just needed a pound to to keep it open you don't need to there's no mandatory monthly payments you have to make you just yeah. need a pound to keep it open um 
and you you top up your money. So the match you can put in there is two hundred pounds a month. So by that maths, um, it will take you five years to save up the full amount, and the government will give you twenty five percent on top. So the maximum you can save in the health care is twelve thousand pounds. The government will give you twenty five percent on top, which is three thousand pounds, meaning that you have fifteen thousand pounds towards your first property oh, deposit. Okay. That's what that meant. Um, so you you can make withdrawals whenever you wanted. There were no penalties on that. Um, so I, I know a lot of people who have helped by us who might have money in there. Say, oh, I need to take out hundred pounds now to do mm-hmm. X, Y, Z thing. You're yeah. actually free to do that. Now that's completely scrapped because that was closed in November. So now the only thing that we have now in terms of government funded is the lifetime ISA, the LISA. So the way that that works is similar to the help to buy. You can open it up. Um, there's not as many providers. So with the help to buy ISA, you could go to like Barclays, Halifax, mm-hmm. or High Street Bank. With the lifetime, most of these high street banks don't offer that. So there's only, only about four or five places which do offer the lifetime ISA. So it's a bit limited in that sense. Um, but the lifetime ISA, again, is just another ISA, another pot. You can open it up. You can, again, there's no monthly mandatory mm-hmm. payments that need to be made. You put money into there. The only difference is um, there is no restriction. So, you know, I mentioned how to buy a £20 yeah. a month yeah. max. Even if you even if you took out £50, you can't now replace £50 again for that month. You're done. As yeah. Once okay. you reach the £200 limit. With the lifetime answer, your limit is £4,000 a year. So there's a bit more scope there. Because if you add up the maths with the help to buy, that'd be yeah. 2400 per year, whereas this is 4000 per year. So you can save mm-hmm. up more in the lifetime answer if that's what you're into. Um, and again, it's 25% on top. The difference is with the help to buy ISA is that you have to claim it. So when you go to actually go and purchase your first house, you have to, obviously you have a solicitor and that solicitor will have to claim that bonus on your oh. behalf. Whereas with the lifetime ISA, that gets added automatically. So depending on how much money you have in the account, it gets added on automatically. It's already in there. You don't have to worry about trying to get a solicitor to do that. Yeah. It's already added on for you. The only difference with the lifetime ISA is um, if you make withdrawals, you are subject to a 25% oh. penalty fee. So this is why it's very important to to be very fine yeah. money put in there. Because if you put in money in there and you say, oh, actually, next month yeah. I need to take it back out, you just need to be aware that you'll be paying a 25 pen- 25% sorry, penalty fee on that withdrawal. So um, a lot of people did opt to buy ISA because of that reason, because they weren't too sure if the money they put in there mm, they wouldn't need true. in the future. Um, but that definitely is something to remember. But with the help to buy, sorry, with the lifetime ISA, um, you can use that either for your first property purchase or a lot of people have it for retirement because you, you can literally just keep saving um, up until the age of 39, mm-hmm. I do believe, off the top of my head. Um, is that the age? I can't remember. Off the top of my head, I'm, I'm sorry. It's a bit yeah, yeah, of blurry not. in my head right now. But um, yeah, you can, you can literally save for retirement. And as I mentioned, the maximum you can save in there is £4,000. Government will give you 25% on top, which will be a thousand pounds. So you can literally just keep saving every year and get that government bonus. If you put the maximum each tax year, which is April to April, um, then you could literally keep getting an extra thousand pound bonus if you max out your, your lifetime mm. every every year for as long as you want. So, yeah, I finally kind of understand lifetime ice now because I honestly had no clue. Yeah, I was facts. there like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm. quick one with the help to buy, is it you have to put 200 a month or is it? up to no that's that's up to so the maximum you can put in is 200 pounds a month you could choose 50 pounds yeah. a month if you want to but the maximum you can put in is 200 okay got it got it is there like a mandatory amount you have to put the first time after the pound or is it as you said just two pounds a month if no so 
all it is is the first month that you open it, the maximum you can put in mm-hmm. is one thousand two hundred and help to buy ISA. Um, that's only in the first month though. So if you, as you mentioned, if you just open up and put a pound in mm-hmm. there, that's perfectly fine. Um, but then after that, the maximum you can put in there is two hundred pounds. But there is no mandatory. Oh, I, I must put in. Like my next deposit after that one pound has to be fifty yeah. pounds. No, it can be whatever you want. Oh, that makes sense. So, guys, it's not strictly just two hundred pounds because in my head I thought it was two hundred pounds each month. Yeah. No, no, no. That makes more. That makes a lot no. more sense. He were all struggling when we didn't really need to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, is um, is there like um? one that's better than the other is it more beneficial to have the lifetime over the help to buy isa or vice versa um well if you've got help to buy ISA, then i guess you're in a very good and unique position because you can have mm. this conversation with yourself and decide is mm. there one better than the other um i'd more just say so i, I don't like yeah of course one yeah. Or the other. yeah people will have their own preferences so i would just say based on what i listed out the, the yeah, pros definitely. and cons to both um, obviously the length of time if you want to buy a house in the next two years um, a lifetime ISA maybe may um, maybe more um, mm-hmm. advantageous for, you, for yourself if you're looking to be more long term and you want to dip into your savings as and when mm-hmm. have maybe better but it all depends on what your goal is um, to then be best suited for you if, if you know you know what I'm in no rush to buy a house I'm yeah. going to buy the next six years yeah. and I've got help to buy it anyway you might just stick with that just because it's easier um, but it just it's just you knowing your goals and weighing up the pros and cons of thinking which mm-hmm. one's going to be yeah. better for me long term and then picking that. But if you have a help to buy ISA and you do say, you know what, I've weighed it up and the LISA will be mm-hmm. better suited to me, you can actually go to one of the providers, um, contact them, obviously don't set one up, just contact them and say, look, um, I've got help to buy ISA but I've decided I want to come and have a lifetime ISA and they will help you and assist you with the process of moving your money from the help to buy into the lifetime so then because obviously you don't want to forfeit yeah. Um, yeah. your bonus because if you have both open you're going to get a bonus on one which is why i say contact them first and they can help you move it over so you can still mm. carry on getting the bonus mm. in the lifetime no that means that yeah. that does really simplify it and make it a lot easier to understand definitely so i'm glad that i yes. got the help to buy isa because i'm in no rush yes yeah, to <laughs> you know get into the property ladder so you know that kind of um, leeway for me to be able to kind of dip in, dip out if needs be is available to me that's yeah that's absolutely. Great. is property something that you're like you want to get into like have loads of properties or is it just a case that you want to buy a house one day um, I'd, I'd say probably yes, I mean it, it, you know like a lot of people were very adamant and heavy on it like yeah I'm going to get yeah. properties this time, <laughs> I'm not like that um, per se but I do actually would love to get into it because I think my dad's obviously as many people like your parents you have big influence to you my dad's yeah. influence in my life um and he managed to like he didn't have any help he had he has like eight other siblings but he managed to get himself yeah, yeah. yeah. four properties at the moment um so I, I obviously look up to him and I'm like wow yeah I want my dad I want to have my, my place that I live in have other properties wherever they are they don't yeah. have to be in London they can be anywhere um, and just have other properties that I have and be able to rent them mm-hmm. out and do what I want with them. Uh, maybe do them up to sell up, sell on, whatever I want. But yeah, but my obviously my, my first goal is obviously yeah, my own of course. Well, own like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, oh, that's I great. Think. That's great. At least like you know exactly where your kind of like your plan is because a lot of us are kind of like, oh, yeah. I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> But equally, I don't want people to feel like they should mm. have a plan. This is just me. Like, I tell everyone, 
uh, if you asked me seven months ago what are you going to do with your life, I would have told you I have no clue. I have no clue. It's it's literally all this has kind of come in the last three, four months where I'm more solid in my path. Um, and I guess it does does help. Obviously, what I'm doing at the moment does kind of help me mm. cement that. But I had no idea. Like I was graduating from uni, and my friends were like, "Oh, are you going to look for a grad job?" And I was like, uh. "Um, no." And they're like, "So what are you going to do?" I was like, "I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that one out before Trust I apply for anything." <laughs> so don't feel like you should know what you want to do yet, because I really didn't. Yeah, that, honestly, you said it exactly how I was hearing it in my head. Like I have. Yeah. No idea where I'm going, but I'm going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, another question that we had, which is kind of like outside okay. of um, savings and property, is what your opinions are actually on like the use of Klarna and Clearplay. Oh, mate, and all those <laughs> these these two these oh, Klarna's oh fuck it up. You've been sucked in, haven't you? <laughs> 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 it's actually a myth. It sounds, it sounds so good. Um, like, okay, I'll get this now. I'll pay later. But what, like, what is? Yeah, how do you feel about? Yeah. It? Um, it's a good question. It's a very good question. Um, anyone who follows me will know that. Um, I think a couple of months back, I I made a yeah. tweet regarding Kalana. Um, not yeah. Kalana. <laughs> they saw it though, but it wasn't actually true. I didn't add them anywhere. No one added them. Um. Basically expressing my distaste towards them and their service. But, okay, how do I put it? I don't think that the service itself is bad. I don't think buy now, pay later schemes are bad. It's the same as like, you know, you can get yeah. back yeah. over credit. Same as buying something now yeah. and paying it back over credit. So I don't think necessarily the service that they offer is bad. Um, I just, and I've expressed this to them directly. I, I've just, I've, I've, I thought my issue lies is that now you have things like Boohoo and Misguided and Pretty Little Things. They're not talking about, oh, come and shop our, you know, our new range. They're saying, come and shop our new yeah. range using Kalana. So it's just it's just that the, they're really pushing this credit facility and obviously a large user base for these websites that I mentioned. Young people, are yeah. Young people. So there are people who are like yeah. 17, 18, yeah. 19, 20, 21, who are now thinking, what's Kalana? Oh, I don't know. Let me just go in. Oh, they approved me. Okay, I'll yeah. order a basketball. Yeah. I've only got 30 That's true. You see what I mean? Um, so I, I, I think the service that they provide is not bad at all because um, I have a car and I was going to go get my car service and I was intrigued. I had a look. Oh, car service is expensive. Trust me. <laughs> but I had a look. Um, and then, and then on, on Halfords, you could use Kalana, which is a good way, you know, for, for that. It's just like if you, want, if you need to get a lot done with your car, you, you know, obviously some, mm-hmm. some of these things are some expenses. You can spread it over time with Kalana, which I thought, oh, that's actually a good, that's a good thing. But again, like I mentioned, my issue is that it's, pushed on these services or no these these websites which are tailored mm-hmm. towards young people are heavily yeah. endorsing a credit facility but but they're masking it in a way like oh and it's just another payment method instead of just saying no it's you're borrowing money yeah, and it yeah, has yeah. to be repaid back by the way you know like anything else has to be repaid back which is where i think the failing true, especially in the young in the young like um in the young um kids today like a lot of it is i need this i need this rather than do you actually need this yeah <laughs> So, like, they'll, exactly. as you said before, they'll make a £100 shopping basket and they're like, okay, cool, it's fine, I can pay next month. They'll forget about it. The day comes that they should have paid and then, cool, it's a missed payment and then that's going to... Yeah. So, you already had um, an issue, not even just an issue, but you already had, like, a red flag on your credit score now because you were just doing drip, drip. <laughs> no, that's true. Exactly. I mean, one one thing I did actually clear up with um, Klarna, actually, 
cloud conversation with them is I, I so I, I said to them I said so if I use Kalana and the day comes and it goes and I forget to make my payments if I make it the next day the class is a late payment um and they they said no so I, I think that they said if I remember correctly they, they said that they didn't advertise it obviously yeah. people to make late payments but I think you can have up to like, yeah. like 30 or 40 days late um and it won't go in your okay. favor so if I had a payment and I missed it and I remember two days later I can make it and it's definitely fine which is obviously a good thing to, to know because I'm sure a lot of people probably panic yeah, yeah it's true because a lot of the time day or so, yeah probably, oh my god a lot of the time when you have to pay something back it's like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly but thankfully at least with that we've got some clarification there like if you do miss it by a couple of days it's not going to be at the end of the world mm. and it won't be on your credit file yeah. so is, um, would you say is um, clear pay um better than Klarna because obviously I think Klarna is like you have to give the whole chunk of money back but with Clearpay you pay it like every two weeks or something um see with with, with Klarna you can do buy now pay later in 30 days or you can do buy now pay later in 14 um so there are two different options but the options depend on your credit score so a lot of people oh no buy now pay pay okay that's what they have so a lot of people if you don't have a good credit score you have to put some money up front and then you pay you pay like a third of it up front and then a third at one month mm-hmm. later and a third two months later um whereas obviously as you mentioned clear pays every month but i think the differences with clear pay i don't yeah. know if i can say one's better than the other but the differences with clear pay is if you do with them if you do miss a day and you do miss that payment for whatever reason that okay. will get reflected on your credit file i see so it's something to remember so if, if somehow, like, you know, they come for the payment and it declines because maybe you don't use that account or you haven't got money in there and you forgot um, and you try and pay the next day, that will absolutely be in your right. profile. Oh, boy. So something to kind of weigh. Money, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the best way to, to avoid yeah, it is true. Is it's if true. You don't to, if you actually no, don't need true. to. If you, if you, you don't actually it. don't trust yourself or you don't know yourself well in terms of your finances or you just will forget, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's true. It's not worth not it worth at all. It. But if you, I guess, like if you, in the terms of like um, car services, when you mentioned about Halfords, if it has, you know, like your actual benefits in life, as in, I need to use my car every day. But how much to yeah. like to fund a car? It is peas. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh, hundred percent. Trust me. Yeah. I, I, I don't get excited about that. I know. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, like no, I totally hear you in there. Like T, have you used it and had like a bad experience I, or I have no, I only use Klarna. Um no, tell her, I've used both actually, but with Clearpay, mm. um with Clearpay, I found it a bit um I'm trying to think which one I found better. Probably Clearpay, because you have to pay like the first the first instalment there and then and then mm. um two other instalments. Uh but I haven't had a bad experience with them yet, but mm. I know for a fact. Don't say yet. Will... <laughs> I know it's coming one day. <laughs> nah, man, don't say that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like for me personally, I would say that as well. I haven't had a bad experience. Like for me, I'm very um, conscious about yeah. not even just how I spend my money, but I'm conscious about um, how it will reflect on me later on. So I always make sure that I put in my notes the yeah, days yeah, yeah, that. Yeah you know, I have to pay a certain things back or even just pay, like, um, pay back for anything generally. 
So even if it's like for bills, like especially if you split bills between um your housemates, you know, yeah. knowing the days you've got to pay them back for the Wi-Fi or, you know, things like that. Yeah, that's me. I have to be very wary about it because I know like if I spend money that I don't have, it's, it's actually all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> but um, um, is there any? Yeah, yeah go on, sorry. No, no, no. I was gonna say. No, I was just, I was literally just gonna say. Outside of the financial chit chat, though, because I'm, I'm just intrigued to, f- to like find out, like, what is the most reckless spending you've done? Ooh, um, reckless. Ooh, the most reckless. I'm trying to think. Okay, I, I don't okay, know how yeah, reckless, yeah. but I have. Yeah, done. that's cool. Yeah, is, is that is that good enough? Yeah. Okay, um, so this is like, oh, think about this all the time. I still can't live it down for my dad. Um, so what what had happened was it was first year, and so I went to go to uni in Coventry. My best friend's still in London. Um, she was studying in London, and her birthday was coming up. So I was living out there, and she was like, you know, Kia, like I want to go on holiday. I want all my friends to come. Um, she had a group of people, and I was like, okay, cool, that's calm. Yeah, that's fine. Um, she decided she wanted to go to Amsterdam. She found everything, Airbnb, flights, everything. I said, yeah, cool. I said, I'm not getting involved with the booking. Let me send you the money. Book on my behalf. Yeah. She'd done all that. It was already all set. Um, and obviously, like I said, I was in Coventry, so I was packing my bags, thinking like, yeah, I'm going on holiday. Let me come back to London. So now I've got myself back to London. I've got into a place. We're all ready to go. We're about to start driving to the airport at six in the morning for our flight at like half eight. Um, and... They're, they're going through like the, the regular checks like okay so bear yeah. in mind I spent probably like 600 pounds this holiday right um they're going through like the normal checks like okay right you've got your your, your bag you've got this you've got that and I'm like right here can we get your passport please and I was like yeah yeah cool went through my stuff wow oh my days I said wait like when I tell you I tipped out my suitcase I did everything I went through everything and I was like where is this passport called one of my friends so I think I left my my room unlocked Told her to go in there, told her where it would be, but I was like, it's, yeah. it can't be in there because I should have it on me. She went into oh. that drawer and she's like, it's here. It was in Coventry. And I was like, wow. They were like, if we literally knew an hour before we would have driven, yeah. sped up to Coventry and then gone on the flight. So that was me. So like, 600 pounds wasted. I just, that was it. I, I had to call my dad in the morning. He's like, I thought you'd gone on there. I'm like, no, my, my passport was in Coventry. And he was like, you are yeah. such an idiot. <laughs> You're oh, an idiot. How did you not so... check your passport oh, before you left? And I was like, I don't know. Stress. I don't know. Yeah. So in that situation, yeah. You, um, obviously, like, you didn't that. have your passport. Did you just go home or? Yeah. Oh. I went home. That was it. I went oh. home. I got myself on Uber. I went home. It was uh. impressive. I watched the, the steps afterwards. They're on holiday. And I'm like, I'm at home. Oh, That's no. it. I should be there, but I'm not. Oh, there was no. There's nobody there with my name on it. That was it. My chest. <laughs> I was so upset. And then afterwards, and I think, no, my dad told me once I'd reached home, yeah, mm. so once everyone's now at the airport, he said to me, oh, you know, you could have flown on your driver's what? license. You know, that's allowed me. And I was like, are you kidding me? I had my driver's license. I, c- I could oh, have gone. Dad, I didn't know that. <laughs> I was so upset. Very man, I called him before I left. Literally, when you, I got home, he told me. You could have told me so over the phone, but you wanted to embarrass me. You could have told me that. And I would have been like, oh, guys, we can still go. I've got my driver's license. I, I didn't even know you could do that. No, I didn't. No clue. Yeah, now now it has no bearing. I mean, A, we can't go anywhere because of COVID-19, and B, yeah. we're going to leave EU anyway. But prior to all of that, yes, you absolutely could. If it's in the EU, um, you could literally just go there. Because you, you know when you come back on holiday and there's like one queue for like 
the passport yeah. is another cute. Oh card. yeah, identification cards. You know, when you when you check back in, you'd go in the identification cards and you show your driver's license and then they oh, check in and then that's you go through. Mad. That's yeah. insane, you know. Oh, my yeah. chair. I feel, I feel for you. I feel, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's stress. <laughs> 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 I'm going for it. I'm right now. I'm, I'm okay now. Oh, but, yeah. bless you. Yeah. Oh, that's not even fair. Dad, why? Yeah, you that... told me this over there. <laughs> I know, man. Money yeah. down the drain. In this life, you're going to lose money in aspects right. that you don't even... Yeah, that you just think, wow, it's true. Avoided, oh, but well. we we move. If you move. if you won a million pounds, though, we move. We do. What would you? How would you spend it? Oh, it's a good question. Um, I would probably yeah. get James, my first yeah. house straight away. Um, I don't think I'd live in London. <laughs> I think I'll be back home in England. <laughs> I don't want to live in London. Um, I would like, but I get my first place. Probably get myself nice. a brand new car. Um, give my dad and brother like 100k. Yeah. I think that's, that's generous. Give them 100k each, you know. Um, and then probably save a chunk. So probably whatever they save, half of it in savings and half of it invested in some way, whether that's property, yeah, yeah. Some shares. Well, I get someone to do it for me. I'd do that. So half saved, half invest. A lot of people will scream, "I'll yeah. invest the whole thing." <laughs> yeah, I'm not that yeah. Safe, you know what I mean? I would save half because you know stocks go up and down. Um, and then invest off. I think that's, that's a I very do. good way to do it. Yeah, facts. I'd probably add a couple of vacations in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 100%. I, like, I mean, I have money left over, of course. Trust yeah, I, me. I'll be eating lavish. Get Nando's. I'm going to make it. I'm hungry. Actually, now that, now, that we, now that we have you on the podcast, because I was, what, one, one, this guy that I used to work with just messaged me the other day. And he was talking about um I don't know if you if you know about like all of these like all the the stuff you're saying about investing in stocks and stuff like that. But you know them things where people are like, Oh, sign up to this yeah. and we'll send you the signals and all of that. Do you think oh, what you yeah. is that is yeah, that worth yeah. signing up to or scrap that? Um that's that's a good question actually. So I had my own opinion on it prior to what I'm going to tell you next but I, I had a conversation he's on my podcast um, yeah with this, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a forex trader by day right yeah um yeah so I I had him on my podcast and like I was very keen to find out what his opinions were because I have my own opinions but I was like what do you think about these people who come around yeah oh you because I've had people approach me I still do people still approach me and yeah. think it's crazy now because I'm thinking why would you approach me um but I asked him like what's your opinion on that and he was like these are all scams they're absolutely scams. He was like, if you want to learn anything, mm. you shouldn't have to give some yeah. random person, even if it is someone you know, you shouldn't have to give someone a certain amount of money, either it's per month mm. or a big upfront fee to learn. Because he said he said to me that he learned everything that he knows yeah. from reading books, from watching YouTube videos, he, all of that. And he's like, these people who perceive and seem like they ha- they make money, it yeah, was just like yeah, kind of yeah, like a, yeah. a form of a pyramid scheme. Um, so he was literally like, like they're well away from these people who are screaming that they can make you money because um, like my, my thing now is a lot of these people who say, yeah, you can make money from home. Yeah. If that was the case, no one would work. Realistically, so who, who would actually be out working if they knew that they could sit at home and mm. invest money? That's the, that's the way I look at it because if these people, and, and also, again, if these people were making such money from being yeah. at home, why would you be so willing to share it? Because millionaires don't sit here and say, come, come to my class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't do that. You get what I mean? So if that was me, in my opinion, yeah. I, I he was proper like, oh, bro, you only have to pay like two hundred a month, and then you get, yeah, you get the you See? get the um, no, 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 the no, no, content no, no. to no. learn, and you make money alongside it, 
And then he, when he said, when he said, um, obviously, the more people that you bring in, the more money you can also make. I was just like, yeah, See? this is pyramid this scheme. is this that, ain't it for me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like pyramid scheme. It smells like pyramid yeah. scheme. Yeah, pyramid that's scheme. not it I for me. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Don't sign up to yeah, anything with like <laughs> Nah, we're definitely. Yeah. Don't sign up to anything online mm-hmm. in person. Don't don't do anything on the spot without research. So another thing, a lot of people um probably wonder True. and think, oh, but yeah. this sounds legit. Do your research beforehand. Whatever the company's called, Google them mm-hmm. because a lot of times there's one company approached me quite recently actually. Um, I, it was it was un- under the guise of like like a a meeting and they end up trying to solve yeah, it. Yeah. I was so I was so irate that I didn't know that yeah. before I left. I was like, this is our waste of my time. Um, but I searched up the company and there was like so many bad reviews about it. Not not, not that I was going to invest anyway, but it just goes to show that if you just Google mm. the thing and have a look to see yeah. is, it actually, is it actually legit? See what people are saying, then you'll probably find. Because even I was thinking, like, so. I said to him, I was like, "Well, if I was like, if that's the case, like, if you're getting all these signals, surely you just like, you just tell the man them to download this app and do this, that, and the other, and then you all make the peas." Mm. So mm. <laughs> I exactly. just don't understand because, <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly. know, man. But yeah, that that yeah, none of that. Yeah, man, it's easy to lure people in, man. Mm. None of that. I think it's because it's because yeah, everyone 100%. it's because of this um COVID thing as well. I think that's why they're trying to patent it because everyone's inside, so they're just like, oh, you can make money while you're in bed. And I'm... that's that's the problem. And like, I'm really mm-hmm. thanks for for giving me that kind of push. I'm gonna keep pushing on it. But like, I know it's tempting, and obviously, it's kind of it's, it's actually quite sad if you think about it because there's people who have genuinely lost yeah. income streams and lost their jobs, yeah. who are now in financial straits. And they're being sold this scheme yeah. under the, the impression like I can help you. You know, you lost your job, but you can still make money. You can't, um, and it's really sad because the only way you can make money or make your money yeah. back is by getting yeah. someone else in, and now you yeah. got someone else into the scheme because there is no yeah, money to yeah, you, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you want your true. money back, and it's just a, it's just an endless cycle. Flip. Sad. Yeah, man, them none of that, none of that, <laughs> none of that. Leave it, <laughs> leave it. Leave it. Um, but no, moving on though. Uh, what is your what's your favorite low budget activity to do in London? And where you li- you said you went to uni in Cov, right? Would you say I'm trying to think how far Cov is like is how far Cov is from places like Manchester and that? Have you been? Have you have you been? Because obviously you went uni to Cov. Have you been out in Manchester and stuff like that, or just spend time in them places up north? Um, I, I said the, yeah. the closest place is probably like Birmingham. Okay. Those kind of places, Birmingham, Leicester. Um, so I want to the first one first. Low budget activity in London. I'm trying to think. What do I like to do? Um, oh, um, I, do you know? I like. Yeah. I really enjoy these golf Dunk places. Um, so mm-hmm. like places like Swingers mm. and uh, Junkyard Golf. Yeah, all these kind of places. Um, I really do yeah. enjoy them, and they're quite they're quite inexpensive. Mm-hmm. I like that and you can do quite a bit there and obviously like you can get drinks there and mm. some of them you have food nice vibes I like that um, in terms of you said going out in different cities yeah. yes so obviously I've been out in Cov I've been out in Birmingham pretty much every city but yeah. Northampton that maybe it's like Birmingham Leicester well is, Nottingham I've been to all is those, the, is, it, all is it very different um, in terms of like low like things that you can do in London London for low budget compared to things that you can do in like Birmingham for low budget is it is it like 
you can do a lot more in it up north. Yeah. Low budget wise. Yeah. No? No, no, I'd say yeah. everything's okay. cheaper up north, but there's less to do. Um, so, like, I, I lived in Cov last year. Obviously, this year I was just commuting. Um, but last year I was in Coventry, and they'd only just, I remember, like, when we're coming to, like, the end of last year, they only just created, like, a yeah. golf place. And I was like to my friend, oh, my gosh, this is so sick. We should yeah, go. Yeah, but yeah. it was, like, on the other side of town. So mm. we'd have to literally like get a cab there and then get a cab back because it was so far. But there wasn't really much to be like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. we're, we're bored at home. Okay. Just go and do this. There's not really that much. Yeah, whereas in London, it's just everything you can do there is anywhere, cheaper. Pretty much. You can do all sorts yeah. where you are. Yeah. Pretty much. People are selling me dreams there and talking about, yeah. come up north. <laughs> There's more to do up north for less. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I, th- I think that there are a few more activity places in Birmingham now from what I'm seeing. A lot more has been open. Like, I know there's like yeah. an indoor like jumping place mm. and those kind of things. Um, like, like a soft bone place in Birmingham as well. Um, but again, like there's less room. Right. You can be in London do, yeah. anywhere, any area. And it's probably Trust something yeah. no, it's either true. in that area or nearby that you can go and do. Whereas if you're in these other places, you literally have to go into the centre of town, wherever that is. If, yeah. you, if, you, if you live half yeah. an hour, then you can go and get like £1.50 bus wherever so, and then yeah. literally spend the money on that bud like that activity get a couple of drinks and bounce back calm exactly whereas these other places mm. i've been on like yeah. buses in birmingham yeah. one bus cost me two pound ten another one's all three pound ten yeah. another one's one pound seventy yeah. they all kind of vary and i'm just like whoa there's no consistency at all yeah bus travel outside of london is not it yeah <laughs> ken oh my ken days. is a disaster oh my it's god oh my god. days Hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but um, no. The last question that I had for you actually is um, if you were to if you were to pick your ideal vacation holiday, yeah, would it be skiing uh, in Switzerland, shopping in Milan, or a resort beach trip to Saint Lucia, or even a nature trip to Cambodia? Which one would you? Which which is a bit of you? Um, what's a bit of me? Not Milan. I mean, I've been there already, yeah. but not just. I'm not really a shopping girl per se, so not Milan. Um, <laughs> skiing is fun, but it's quite cold. I'm probably gonna break my legs, so not skiing. Um, <laughs> I'm clumsy like that. I probably will end up with some sort of injury. Um, nature <laughs> is nice. If, if a spider falls on me, I'm gonna get a flight back home. So. Um, Probably the beach resort. Yeah. No, yeah, beach resort is at least hundred percent. I love the Caribbean. Um, yeah. I am I am Caribbean. I, that. Now, okay. but I love the Caribbean. I so probably... <laughs> said, if a spider calls on me, I'm going. <laughs> I'm telling you, if all it takes is one spider. Even if, if it's in my hotel room, I'm, oh I'm getting the first flight back. Yeah, there, see, yeah. Sam, what would you pick? Though? Um, so what I would I that. pick? Okay, okay. I think I'd love to dabble in all of them because I would love to go skiing. But obviously, after that whole Schumacher incident, I'm scared. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Um, Schumacher, he's in a coma still because of a skiing accident. Wait, when did this happen? This happened like... Why am I laughing? Yeah, you shouldn't laugh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this happened yeah, like, like, a few years back. And, um, he's still in a coma? Yeah, he's still in a coma. From skiing? Yeah, like he got, he yeah, got, yeah. He got injured bad. Yeah. Badly, but he's still in a coma. What did he do? I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know what tricks yeah. he was doing. I don't know what happened. But yeah, he's... Yeah, that's strange. Yeah, after I heard that, I was like, oh, it's a bit techie, that <laughs> one. 
And exactly, <laughs> but um, no, nope. and I oops, no chance. Shopping trip from Milan. I mean, it's um, I'm not too, I'm not too um, too tough on shopping. I can shop for like an hour max. After that, I'll get bored. Mm. <laughs> and then um, I think yeah. I have to agree yeah. with um, a resort beach trip in Saint Lucia. I love the beach, clear water. You know, a cheeky yeah. pina colada. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah just lying and just relaxing. But yeah, you know, a trip to Cambodia as well is definitely on my list. Yeah. Yeah. What would you pick, T? Um. Well, definitely skiing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shopping. Me, I probably I can't I can't be out shopping for more than like thirty minutes. I get really annoyed just walking around. Trust. Um. I don't think I'd go for St. Lucia, you know. I'd probably go for Cambodia just because I like... Yeah, you've been screaming. I like the whole nature thing, yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Enjoy Um, (laughs) enjoy, um, Asia, definitely. Definitely. But yeah, we've kind of like wrapped up all our questions, Kia. And um, we really appreciate, you know, your time um, and, you know, being with us today. But just before we shoot off, thank you. But just before we shoot off, is there any kind of like last minute gems or words of wisdom that you can give to the listeners? Ooh, um, what I'd say is it's never too late to start your financial journey. Um, and don't judge your progress progress, because you don't know where they started and how long they've been at it for. So if your friend says, yeah, my savings is 500 pounds and yours is 10, yeah, don't yeah, feel yeah. like oh my gosh I'm so bad because you don't know how long they've been saying hey, for geez. so just post your injury oh, yeah, I'm clicking it, fingers so. I'm clicking fingers I'm clicking fingers <laughs> I'm clicking fingers that's amazing that's actually amazing thank you so much Pia and um, please guys don't forget to um, follow uh, no, Penny the Pound podcast on Instagram and also um, listen in to the podcast on Spotify as well you release episodes weekly is that right every Monday perfect so after, right. after yes, you listen every to Penny's Monday. Pound, you might as well jump on to chatting the most every week on Monday mm. too. <laughs> every Monday. <laughs> we move. Well, but yeah, thank yeah. you so much, Kia. And guys, thank you so much for um, taking your time to listen as well. This has been a very rewarding and insightful. And in very insightful. Yeah. Yeah. I've wanted to do this for so long. So every time honestly. I see you on Twitter, I'm just like, the so day good. that she gets someone yeah. podcast. <laughs> 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 no honestly i had so and hopefully yeah, when we are climbing up in our financial ladder we can probably have you come back and give us more yeah 100 percent. Yeah, thank you so much Kia. thank you for coming on thank you take care bye-bye Bye. thank you, thank you. Nice. nice nice one mate fucking wait this app is pissing me off i don't give a fuck <laughs> For like five minutes, I couldn't hear shit. I know it's jarring. I'm glad you were able to come back on though. <sighs> Fuck's sake. But we moved. But yeah, man, guys, don't forget to follow um, Kia as well on her Twitter. I'm sure you'll be able to find her. She spells yeah. it's like an I K E E Y A H or something on Twitter. But you'll be able to find her on Instagram and follow follow her on, on the spot on the. Um, the podcast she's available and all in digital the pleasure yes so yeah man um are you gonna start your financial journey today uh i have to really yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't have a fucking choice i need to stop using klarna and everything there because 
it's gonna catch up to me one day. I don't think it's a bad thing to use it. I just think the idea because obviously your credit score will um benefit from it too because they can see that you can borrow money and pay it back on time. So it's not a yeah. bad thing, but I'm just saying like if you're gonna use it, just be wary in terms of like the dates that you owe money back and how much it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if you go ham next month on your paycheck and then you forget that you have like a hundred pound Klarna um debt that you have to pay for. Scary. Yeah. Scary. Scary. Uh, what? A hundred pounds? Yeah, some people like no not not the not the actual they don't charge you, but I'm saying like if you paid a hundred pounds for like a shopping basket you were buying all sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant I thought meant, I was gonna say what? Yeah, no no What's no. going on here? No, no, no. Imagine. Um, please pay a hundred pounds because you missed Klarna payment by seven days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say what scary scenes that would be. I'd never let it get to that point for me. I'm too wary, I'm too cautious. I need to be like you, boy. Listen, I got you, man. Got you, man. But thank you guys for listening once again to Chatting and Rose podcast. Um, Love people. X pennies to pot, uh, pennies to pound. You know, the way the alliteration just gets to me. (laughs) (laughs) This girl, it's that African tongue, boy. It's that African tongue. Oh, my God. It was a pennies to pound podcast. But, um, Thank you guys for listening. Please don't forget to follow us on Chatting the Most podcast on Instagram and Twitter, mm-hmm. Chatting the Most, and use the hashtag Chatting the Most Pod to discuss, chat, rant, blah, blah, all that, all them things there. All of that, all of that, all of that, all of that, all of that. Yeah, man. Follow us on our personal socials. Uh, my Instagram is a. Uh, Man like tea with two E's. Lovely. So go follow that. It's a very uh, aesthetic uh, profile at the moment. Mm. You have a lot of fun. Mm. My Twitter is uh, man like underscore T with two E's. So you can go follow that. Sam, what's yours? Sweet. So my Instagram, darling, is S with two E's at the end. Uh, it's not Ooh. very, I mean, it's aesthetically pleasing because it's my face. Do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and my aura is S for CK and the number's one and number two because those numbers mean the day a babes was born. <laughs> Word. <laughs> but, yeah, guys, thank you so much. Um, please do, you know, shout out with any topics you'd like to discuss. Dilemmas, if you want to, because, you know, auntie and uncle agony are about still. Come on. But um, yeah, once again, peace and love, guys. Enjoy love your lockdown. We're, we're getting there, guys, slowly but surely. We're not. Would you shut we're up really your mouth? Not. Please, just, just bring hope. I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> I've been struggling. For anyone that's trying to think what my face looked like, just think about um, what's my man's name from EastEnders, the, the crying man. Oh, Ian. Ian, Ian yeah. <laughs> That's how I look. That is so funny. Hey, it's lit, man. Guys, take care. We'll shout you again every Monday at 5.30pm. Boom. Peace. Peace.